talking about our thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts. What we talking about our thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories. Welcome back to the Thoughts and Theories Podcast. It's your boy, Chris Woody K, a.k.a. Quack. If this is your first time, welcome, and I appreciate you. Please make sure you visit chrisative.com, spelled K-R-I-S-A-T-I-V-E.com. Um, there, you can, like, you know, follow me on my social media, as well as, you know, um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you have any questions or talk about anything, hit me up in my DM. Send me a voice message. I prefer voice messages over written messages because there's more context. Um, but if it's your, not your first time and you're a returning listener, I appreciate you so much. You can do the same thing too. Visit my website if you haven't already. And also for the first time or just know my podcast is really about me just blurting out all my thoughts and theories just talking about what's going on in my head like a diary but in audio form and the purpose of this podcast is just to be able to help to relate um let you, remind you that you're not crazy well some people might be crazy but two remind you that you're not crazy and three most importantly just to let you remind you that it's okay to think you know okay to use your brain to think thinking's not bad and learning how to think is not bad. It's actually a good thing. Um, yes. So in this episode today, I wanted to talk about something that's been on my mind yesterday. All right. So yesterday I was at work, and then one of the one of the um, coworkers, associates asked me like, "Chris, uh, why are you still here? You know, um, why are you still here? You know, because at my job, it, the, the job itself is decent work for those who don't." Of you that don't know, I work in a warehouse, pick and pack contacts. You know, um, easiest job I had to do because you know I get a free workout. I don't have to deal with customers. I get to listen to podcasts like the one you're listening to right now. You know, like those are three things you really don't get so much at other job. You know, free workout it's just, and the work is easy. You know, it's cool and I get to talk to a hundred plus people if I want to. If I, you know, coworkers. You know, and I'll explain that to her. Now I was explaining to her, I'm not trying to get another job. I'm not trying to work my way backwards. Because if I get another job, guess what? I'm going to have to most definitely deal with customers, you know. And also, just the fact I won't be able to listen to podcasts. It's just, like, the same thing that's wrong with, like, this job, a.k.a. management, is the same thing that's wrong usually most with most jobs. So it's like, I have to deal with stress of customers on top of the fact of management. Because most people who have a job, especially in management, don't like it at all. You know, so... Why recreate my stress and evolve it into another area, you know, for no reason? You know, so I was like, the reason why I'm still here is because I'm looking for my way out. You know, my way out of this job, because I I feel anything you're complaining about in life, what are you going to do about it? If you're not going to do anything about it, you better just stop complaining or quit, you know. So I'm in the process, obviously. I I definitely want to stop complaining, you know. Um hard because it comes up some, back up some time because the job man does stupid stuff like one of one of my the co-workers told me a story of like another co-worker was had went to went to into a meeting with their supervisor and their supervisor literally said this is like the, the dumbest thing i ever heard in my life 
the supervisor says, it looks like you just come, come, well, first let me preface this, the person that was getting, that was in the meeting, they were not in trouble for their performance because their performance was good. At, at where we work at, your performance is either in a red, which means bad, yellow means, okay, you're average, and green means you're doing good. And this person's performance isn't a good. So there's no trouble with their performance or anything like that. But a supervisor had a meeting with them and says, hey, I feel like you just come here, do your job, and go home. And she said it like, you know, the supervisor said it like it was something wrong with it. Like, yo, what, we need more from you. We want you to come in here and be happy and, like, we want you to come in here and smile all the time. But I was like, what you mean? Isn't that all we're supposed to come in here to do? Come here, do our job, and go home? And doing our job means to perform? So now you want us to do it and put like this big fake smile on our face. It was the most stupidest thing I ever heard. One of the most stupid, not stupidest, but one of the most stupidest things I ever heard at my job. I'm like, what? Does it make no sense? You came in here, you you fulfilled your duties. You know? So basically you're telling me you want humanoids instead of a robot. Because my my idea, I tell people, if you want to win here, you gotta be a robot. I'm sorry. It's contradicting because you're a human. I know when you're a human. You know, they, 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 if you ever go in a job and they tell you to, hey, whatever you're going through at home, leave it there when you come in. You know how stupid that is? Now I think about it, how stupid that is. You're literally telling a human, I need you to stop being a human and be a robot when you clock in. But as soon as you clock out, you can go back to being a human because you don't have time to deal with your problems. I'm not saying, oh my gosh, stop stop the whole job and everybody have a, 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 a mean, a, a, wait. A, a meeting like circle and everybody talk about their problems but like somebody's going through crap you have to allow that to happen people are humans because if you're going through crap guess what your work's going to be like crap because your emotions affect your attitude which affects your performance it's just all connects like that so i was like they just want humanoids they want people that look like human back like robots i don't know what they want you know it's always they always find something wrong when they're shouldn't you know for no reason i don't understand it you know, but long story short, <clears throat> I don't even know why I ran to that story. Um, but point is, is that she asked, my coworker asked me why I was there. And I was like, well, right now I'm, I'm doing Forex, you know, um, that's going to be my ticket out because your money is working for you. But I was like, this is the, 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 the thing I learned about Forex. You know, shoot, a lot of people ask, is it hard? Like Forex, um... I don't think it's, I think it's simple. And once you get the simplicity of it, it only becomes hard if you haven't mastered these two things. Because the guy I'm learning from, um, two of the YouTube channels I learned from these guys, like on the average between like five to six years. The one guy, he spent 60,000, no $50,000, like losing money in Forex. Like he invested 50, about 50 grand and he lost it. You know, that's how much money he's lost. He said in Forex and um, but it took him like five, six years. So that 50 grand he lost within a span of five or six years, he's making on average about like 10 grand a week now. So about 40 grand a month he's making. So think about it. It took him six years to lose 50 grand, but he's making about on average 40 grand a month. That's a pretty good investment. You know, like most people spend in 40, 40 grand a year at college. So in the span of four years, they're spending, a, you know, um, 160000 100 plus grand on college. And when they graduate, they're not making like six, 40 grand a month, you know, 
So I, I understand investment. I'm like, but why is it taking them years? Because like, I've been in Forks for a year. You know, I've I've learned the concepts. So I just have to find come come to find my concept. So one thing that came across my mind is the fact that that one maybe they didn't have teachers like I have today because there's more Forex teachers on the internet today than there was back then. But two, I found a common denominator out of like about three Forex traders that I like follow. I follow total about four, but three of them, because I don't know the fourth story or how long it took her, but all three of them, the most important thing they talk about is to be patient and not greedy. And this is the theory I'm coming up to say. If you can master, and, and these are two traits that you want to have um, in life general. If you can learn how to be grateful and patient, so not greedy um, and patient, oh my gosh, these are two ingredients or two skills that you have to have in life to be great at anything. I don't care what you're doing because if you're impatient at, a, at a, the process of something, guess what? You're not going to see the process through. You're going to give it up, right? Like working out. We know that you can't, you can be, if you have a gut today, you have a big belly today, you go to the gym today and work out and do everything right. You, it would be silly of you to think that you're going to have a six pack um, the next day waking up, you know what I mean? It's just silly, right? So, yeah, being patient is a mandatory thing in life. It's a great virtue because in your patience, it allows you to learn about yourself. It allows you to sit back and be able to analyze things better. It lets you know that you're not in a don't be so much like don't be so much in a rush, in a hurry to do what what you're whatever you're doing. You don't need to be in a rush. You really don't need to be in a rush. It's okay. Nothing's going over like in the forex market. People are always thinking another trade is never gonna, never gonna happen. They think, oh, if I don't get this trade in now, if I don't jump in this trade, even though I missed the setup, oh my gosh, I won't be able to trade for the remainder of ever. You know, <laughs> and that's not true. Another setup will come, but guess what? You have to be patient for it. Because Forex is simple. Forex is literally the same thing over and over. It's literally pattern recognition. You're looking for like three things. There's this, well, actually there's five Forex channels I follow. So one Forex channel I follow, he has like three rules. First, you have to um, directional bias. So find out which way the market is moving. Is the market going up, meaning bullish? Is the market going down? Um, meaning bearish or is the market just moving sideways which is ranging or being static you know once you identify your 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 directional bias um, you, you preferably want the market to be moving either up or down because when it's up or down moving up or down that means it's trending but when it's moving side to side it's not because um, it's trending that's when you make the most money quick the quickest you can still make money in the market that's ranging but hey um, you won't be able to make as much money in a sense. Um, so that's the first step. Second step is after you find the direction in which the, the market's moving, you want to find out your um, area of interest. It's like, okay, once I find out that um, which direction the market's moving, I got to find my area of interest where I'm going to look to possibly get in the trade. If it's moving up, I'm going to enter the trade when the market is at the bottom of a range in other words it's it's in a pullback if i know the market is moving up it's bullish and the market has to retrace me it's gonna go it's gonna drop 
is going to go down for a certain time to correct itself to go back up. I my area's interest is at the end of that pullback. All right, and then or if it's going down, it's the market's dropping, meaning I'm looking for sales, right? It has to correct itself. It has to do a pullback, so it means it's going to go up for a little bit just to come back down. All right, that's step number two. You're looking to buy at the top of the range or at the end of the pullback. And then step number three is your trigger. So like you're looking now at the candlesticks saying, hey, when it gets in that area that I'm looking for, you know, to sell or buy, depending on which direction the market's moving, I'm looking for this certain uh, candlestick formation to enter, to enter on this certain candlestick formation pattern, blah, 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 is what I'm going to enter on. So those are like the three things I'm learning to go by, you know, find out the trend, find out, you know, where the pullback's on the end and then enter on that. Boom. And then keep it moving. Right. Um, so you're able to look at that. So you, you want to be patient, but you got to be patient to find out, look at the market and find out where exactly is that stuff is going to happen and is it going to occur someone who's impatient guess what oh my gosh the market's selling the markets the market's buying the market's buying but the market got when the market's in the buying or selling range i'm sorry this is probably like i'm speaking another language to those who don't understand forex but it's a very important lesson they're, they're, the, the fear of missing out has over overcome them so they're buying at the top of the range right before the market is about to pull back. The market is going to be going back up, but it's going to pull back. So now if you, you're buying right when the market is about to switch direction and go down just to pull back to correct itself, guess what? You're going to be in what we call a drawback. So your, your account's not going to be positive. It's going to be in a negative. It's, instead of being like up $100, you're going to be down $100. But yeah, you can hold it, you know, but there's a big chance of, of you just having more drawback. And, um, and then eventually the market's going to correct itself and it's going to go back up. But for the time being, it's not doing that because you entered at a wrong point. I mean, you still can enter that knowing the market's still going to go back up based on your analysis, but you're going to be in drawback. But then again, the market can always flip out and do something opposite. The market doesn't always have to do what you predict it's going to do. That's the thing about the market. It's not always going to do what you think it's going to do. Oh gosh, what was that? And that's the thing about the market. You don't want to make you don't want to make predictions and stuff like that. And now you know you end up blowing your account. But point is, being impatient can cause you to blow your whole account. That means whatever money is in your account, you lose it. You know, because you um, weren't patient. So you, so you can have literally everything right. You can have your setup set up, your trading plan right, and stuff like that. Because when you you go by those three rules, you can create your own trading plan around those three rules. But you can have the rules and know the, all the rules of the game. But if, trust me, if you're impatient, you'll lose money. For instance, being in a week, I had like 200 bucks. And literally like a couple days ago, I literally, that 200 bucks was flipped to 700 bucks. Um, and this is where the second thing I need to talk about came came in. My greed. I knew I should have closed out my trade and just been happy and grateful with the two the, the seven hundred bucks, the five hundred dollar gang. But what did Chris with a K is gonna do? The market's gonna go up. The market is going up. But because my account size is small, I wasn't able to hold that that drawdown. Meaning like counts at seven hundred, but guess what? The market went down like 500 600 600 um pips so guess what
I lost all that money and then, you know, my um, stop loss, I have this protection thing in my account where my account goes out too much, it automatically takes me out of the trade. So now I'm back at 200 bucks now, you know, because I just got in another trade, you know, so um, I said about a range, which I'm predicting, so it's going to go up. Um, I set a goal to make about 800 bucks, you know, if, if this trade goes my way, I'll be up a grand, you know, sometime next week because it's Friday. The market's about to close. But I realized my greed overtook me. I should have just closed out the sale, wait for the drawback, and then, like, I've been up 700 bucks, and the market goes up 800 pips again, and I'm up 1,500 bucks. You know what I'm saying? So don't be greedy. The market is always going to give you opportunities to make money. You just have to wait for them, you know? So, so the cool thing I learned about patience in life, patience pays patient pays to build like these traders that i look at they don't trade that much like one of the guy that makes about 40 50 60 grand a month he says he trades way he 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 trades way less now than he did back then because you realize the money's not going nowhere and if you're patient you're going to make more money if you learn learn how to become a swing trader, swing traders means they hold their trades for longer, and they they make more money per trade than a person who's a scalper that's in and out the market within like 10 to 15 minutes, maybe an hour or something like that. You know, because I'm learning how to become a swing trader. Because usually that's how I'm almost most of my money that I've made in forex, like good days. Like I had a time period when I flipped 200 dollars to about four grand four grand about four grand well it was like three grand or four grand you know because i was just being a swing trader at that moment you know made my most money when i was more patient you know but the reason why i lost i i adapted the skill of patience but the greed so so that that's the next thing the greed and not being greedy and being patient you have to have both of them you can't have one or the other you can't have one or the other. I mean, if you're not greedy, but you're not patient, you're not greedy, meaning you're grateful, but you're not patient, you'll get in a trade and you'll close it out too fast. And guess what? Because you weren't patient, you have to do like 50 more trades to equal the one trade setup you would have had, you know? You had to do 20 trades to get 100 bucks instead of just one because you weren't patient. You were grateful. You took it. You just took everything and you didn't lose anything. But guess what? You had to do 20 trades to make the same money. But if you're patient, you just have to enter one trade and then have to be looking at the at the charts. Because when you're when you're grateful, but you're impatient, you're impatient. You're always looking at the charts, which creates this anxiety. But when you're patient and greedy, you're holding trades. Meaning you're not looking at the charts that much. But guess what? Because you're holding trades too long, you'll lose your money. But when you use both of them and combine both of them, guess what? One, you're getting out of market when you're supposed to and you're not looking at your charts. So literally, your money's working for you without you having to worry about it and check up on it and babysitting it all the time. And that's how investing should be. You're confident and so confident in your analysis, the things you've made and stuff like that, that hey, guess what? You don't have to go back. You don't have to second guess yourself. And if you, to be honest, you're gonna lose trades. No one's ever 100 for 100. There is no one who always gets 100 for 100 in trades. If there is, this person does not exist. They, 
they're probably the person that created the system or something like that. No one wins all of them. As long as you win way more trades than you lose them, then guess what? You're in, in the green. Like yesterday, the guy that I talked about lost a trade. He, he lost like um, 10, 100 times. 100 times though. He lost a whole bunch of money. He th lost thousands of dollars. You know, but like he still, he still always, at the end of the week, he's always up like almost 10 grand. So he wins way more than he loses, you know? Over time, he'll get better and better and better and better and better and better. But the reason why I wanna talk about those two things, I had to talk Forex talk just to kinda of take you guys in my world. But greed and patience, well, gratefulness and patience, the PG, patience and gratefulness, or GP, I'll call it PG. Patience and greediness, patience and gratefulness will get you so long, so far in life. You know, one rapper says, if you wanna be great, put the E, after T and add folds to it. So if you want to be great, be grateful. <laughs> you know, that's how you be great in life. I was like, what? That was a bar. Well, he was a rapper and he was rapping. So I guess that does make sense why that was a bar. You know, but that is the format and the rules you have to follow. If you want to be great in life in general, if you follow that format, oh my gosh. All you can do is win from there. All you could literally do is win from there because you will have one. If you're patient and you're grateful, you'll have so much more self-control. You're not relying on your emotions. You're not living that. You know, you know, you'll be able to sit back and watch the whole picture and story as it unfolds. And I remember one, one thing I learned about being grateful and being patient is that when you're grateful um, and patient, it allows you to listen more. It allows you to open your eyes more. It allows you to have peace. It allows you to be happy in the state you're in. Because if you're you're ungrateful, you always feel like you're missing out. You always feel like, oh my gosh, you know, you're not worthy and stuff like that. Because gratefulness comes with a sense of peace and like acceptance. You accept it yourself. It's, it's just so much the good that comes when you intertwine those two. They work synergistically together. Kind of like me on my diet, when you eat fruits, that's good for your body. But when you mix fruits with herbs, oh my gosh, it accelerates the process. It makes the healing and restoration of your body even more better. You know, so being patient, being grateful, people, it works out for you. Trust me, it does. It's important in all areas of life. If you want to find a perfect person, you know, the perfect mate, guess what you have to do? You have to be patient. You have to be patient. I don't care who you are. You have to be patient. Your behind has to be patient because if you're not, you're going to end up single or you're going to end up in a relationship that you, your behind had no business in being in and with the wrong person because you wasn't patient enough to get to know them and you were just impatient and, you know, greedy. You're like, I need somebody. I need somebody. I need somebody. You know, and you end up not getting to know them because in order to get to know somebody, guess what? Your behind have to be patient. And then be grateful because everybody's not perfect. No, you'll never find a perfect person. They're, they're, everybody's always going to have flaws with them. But the question is, are those flaws a deal breaker? Are you willing to put up with the flaws? Like the moment you're able to see their flaws and accept them still and like I can put up with that. That's to me, that's my definition of love to be able to make the decision like I'm going to be with the person through all this crap. You know, that's what love is to me, you know, but you can't get to that point until you don't spend time and being patient to get to know somebody. You can't love somebody you don't know. In order to know somebody, you have to be patient. 
and get to know them. Not be greedy, not be in a rush. Like, okay, my gosh, you think I'm cute? I think you're cute. Can you be my boo? Because you have to do things in its proper sequence, in its proper order, so things don't come out in a blunder. Could you still be grateful and patient and get to know a person and things still go wrong, you don't end up together? Yeah, but your chances of the relationship not going well decreases, like, decreases dramatically if you're grateful and patient. If you PG in, in other words. But if you're not, you just increase your chance of everything going wrong. So if you want everything to go right, you better be pg But if you're not pg then, oh my gosh, you're losing. That's just it. You know? Um, let's see. If you want to get in shape, get healthy, you have to be patient and grateful. Grateful that you're still alive. Patient. Because you have to understand that it's a process. And not like a simulation. Or not, not a microwave. A microwavable situation. Like anything you can think of in life, you want success in. PGing is the way to go. And PGing, by PGing, I mean being patient, being grateful. You know, um, anything, you know, relationships, money, you know, um, health, everything you want to do in life. Finding out what you want to do, finding yourself. You have to be grateful that God created you. And you have to be patient and in in finding out who you are. Anything you think of, you have to PG. You want to build a perfect car, you got to be patient got to be patient and not be greedy same thing anything you want in life anything you're training to do to be um honing a skill to developing a skill that you got to pg yourself you got to be pg you know and that's really it people i don't know how many times i have to say it. i said it so much that it's probably stuck in your head it's like that boy better not say pging over again or else you know um so yes if you if you don't go me through hung with me through this whole episode i do appreciate you that's all i have for today i'm literally almost to work yes it's 6 37 a.m you know i've started off my morning because i don't do coffee but i do podcasts right start off your morning with a good dosage or cup full of podcasts instead of coffee it's a great waker upper um so yes people please visit chrisative.com k-r-i-s-a-t-i-v oh my gosh i always messed it up second time going k-r-i-s-a-t-i-v-e.com um and you know hit a brother up on his social media instagram hit send me a voice message follow me on my youtube subscribe to my channel like um hit the bell bell notification all that stuff so you get updated when i upload content on there um and yeah support your boy i do have a merch store your boy do have some gear that he would love for you to buy um hit me up on there and also yeah sending your questions it'll mean a lot but other than that people you might not like everything i say here on this podcast but just know that these are my opinions aka my thoughts my theories uh you're awesome peace i am out